Welcome to Jazz Piano Skills. I'm Dr. Bob Lawrence. It's time to discover, learn, and play jazz piano. Wow, was last week fun or what? It was a blast welcoming jazz phenom Jeremy Siskin to Jazz Piano Skills to talk about all things jazz piano. The interview went extremely well, at least I think so, and Jeremy shared so many wonderful insights about the study of jazz. Really thrilled about all of the wonderful feedback received from all of you about the new segment as well. And I got to be honest, I wasn't quite sure how well the idea was going to go over, so I definitely breathed a huge sigh of relief once I started receiving all of the wonderful emails and SpeakPipe messages. So thank you. My game plan, at least for now, is to welcome a prominent jazz pianist educator to Jazz Piano Skills every five to six weeks to discuss the various and essential jazz piano skills that we explore on a week-to-week basis. Technique, theory, transcriptions, tunes. So anyway... With all that being said, I simply want to extend a huge thank you to Jeremy Siskin for helping me launch the new Team Tuesday segment. Speaking of episode segments, if you are a regular listener to Jazz Panel Skills Podcast, then you already know that I release a new episode every Tuesday of every week. And every Tuesday of every week is dedicated to a specific jazz study, such as theory, technique, transcriptions, tunes. The objective of each episode, each segment, regardless of the area of concentration, is to help you, to help all of us, become better jazz pianists. Today is certainly no different. Today we are doing a tune study, exploring a classic jazz standard by George Gershwin, Summertime. So much to say about this tune that it's actually hard to know exactly where to begin. In fact, probably the best place to actually begin is to address the debate that has existed and, well, continues to exist to this day amongst all the musicology experts. The the, the debate uh, simply stems from trying to answer one simple little question. What is it? What is summertime? Gershwin actually thought he composed a nice little lullaby, but others, the experts, had conflicting opinions. Some felt that summertime best belonged to a pop category of music, and others felt it belonged to the world of opera, while others felt it was more of a spiritual piece. Get this, some actually feel that summertime has more in common with the music of Dvorak and Wagner than it, with, than it does with, say, W.C. Handy's St. Louis Blues. Bottom line, I cannot think of any other piece of music that has caused such a stir in trying to figure out what it is. And let me end this debate right here, right now. How about this? Let's just call Summertime a great tune. A tune, by the way, as with all great tunes can be played in a variety of settings, grooves, and tempos. To prove my point, it's interesting to note that more than 400 jazz cover versions of Summertime were recorded during the 1950s and the 1960s alone, just during that period alone. 
Among one of the best-known recordings, of course, is Miles Davis's performance from his Porgy and Bess project with Gil Evans. So many different interpretations of this Gershwin classic to check out. It's impossible to mention them all uh, <laughs> here right now, so I want to encourage you to spend some time on YouTube this week. And if you do, you will be blown away by the various artists who have recorded Summertime, and not just from the jazz world. Go check it out. You're going to be shocked. It's actually pretty amazing. So with all that being said, I thought Summertime would be a great tune for us to take a look at today, to discover, learn, and play it so that it becomes a staple in your jazz repertoire. But before we do, before we get down to business, I want to take a second and personally invite all new first-time listeners and, and all you old-timers to join Jazz Piano Skills to become an active member. Simply go to jazzpianoskills.com, select a membership plan, click on the join link, and welcome to our jazz family. Once an official member, you will have full access to all of the educational content and resources at Jazz Piano Skills. You'll have access to all of the podcast packets, the illustrations, the lead sheets, the play-alongs. You'll have access to the interactive courses, which are a um, which make up a sequential jazz piano curriculum utilizing a self-paced format. You'll have access to the weekly masterclass, which is a live one-hour online masterclass with me every week. You'll have access to the private uh, jazz piano skills community, the skills-specific forums, and the course-specific forums. Plus you'll have unlimited personal and professional support whenever you need it, as often as you need it. I will be, of course, uh, sharing more details about these amazing benefits throughout today's episode. But I say this every week because it is that important, and I simply cannot stress it enough. If you are indeed serious about developing the jazz piano skills needed, for you to become an accomplished jazz pianist, then you should absolutely, without a doubt, become a Jazz Piano Skills member and begin taking advantage of all of the educational content, materials, resources, and professional support. There are several membership plans to choose from, so you can definitely find one that is going to be a good fit for you. You can become a member just for a month. If you just want to check it out, try it out for a little bit, see what you think, you can certainly do that. There's also a quarterly membership plan. There's an annual membership plan. And of course, there's even a lifetime membership plan. All four plans will grant you full access to all of the educational content, the materials, resources, and professional support. Check everything out at jazzpianoskills.com. And if you have any questions, let me know. I am happy to spend some time with you by phone or through SpeakPipe or through email to help you determine which Jazz Piano Skills membership plan is best for you. All right, let's discover, learn, and play this amazing pop tune or opera tune or spiritual tune or jazz standard or whatever else you want to call it. Let's discover, learn, and play. Summertime.
So today you are going to discover George Gershwin's Summertime. You are going to learn how to strategically study and practice Summertime. And you are going to play Summertime using a standard and enhanced chord progression. So regardless of where you are in your jazz journey, whether you're a beginner, an intermediate player, an advanced player, or even if you are an experienced professional, you will find this Jazz Panel Skills podcast lesson exploring George Gershwin's Summertime to be very beneficial. To begin, all Jazz Panel Skills members need to pause this episode right now, take a few minutes, and print the podcast packets, the illustrations, and the lead sheets. Always important to have these packets in front of you as we go through the lesson. As the old saying goes, a picture is worth a thousand words. The illustrations and the lead sheets will indeed illuminate various aspects of summertime as we discover, learn, and play it. So take a second right now, pause, hit the pause button, and print out the jazz, uh, the podcast packets. Okay. Now that you have the podcast packets in front of you, I want to walk you through them. Let's begin with the illustrations. What you have in front of you is a breakdown of the chord scale relationships of summertime. For each chord, you will have the scales illustrated using orange X's on those keyboard diagrams. And the arpeggios are notated, are illustrated using green O's. So basically what you have is what I like to call the X's and O's of summertime. You'll also notice on the left-hand side of the page of the illustrations, you'll also notice an outline uh, where I have several suggestions for you to implement when practicing. And I strongly suggest that you take the time to read them, check them out, read them, and do them. Okay? So these X's and O's, these are your chord scale relationships of the basic progression for summertime. Okay, now let's look at the lead sheets. And you should have 12 lead sheets in your hands. Lead sheet one is summertime. It's the melody and chord changes. But before I go any further, I want to encourage you to learn the melody by using your ears. In other words, do not read the melody. Only use the music. I provide this because I only want you to use the music to check your transcribing of the melody. Use the music as a simple checks and balance system. That's it. If you learn the melody by reading it, then your playing of the melody will more than likely end up sounding stiff, like you're reading it. Imagine that. On the other hand, if you learn the melody using your ears, your playing of the melody will sound like you're singing it, which is exactly how you want it to sound. So keep that in mind. Okay, lead sheets two and three give you the basic chord changes and function of those chord changes, what I like to call the harmonic DNA of summertime. Lead sheets four and five give you the basic left-hand shell voicings 
and the primary two-handed voicings that I am going to be using today. Lead Sheet 6 gives you a set of enhanced chord changes for summertime. Kind of doctored up a little bit. And I will be demonstrating these chord changes today as well. Lead Sheets 7 and 8 give you the left-hand shell and two-handed primary voicings that I'm using today as well. And just a quick side note, if you have not listened to the podcast episodes dealing with the primary voicings for major, dominant, minor, and half-diminished chords, then I would like to encourage you to do so as quickly as possible. It will help you a ton. The last four lead sheets isolate each of the minor tonalities you have to deal with when improvising over summertime, plus a major and minor 2-5-1 progression that you have to have a command of as well when playing summertime. All 12 lead sheets make an amazing podcast packet that will help you truly, truly learn summertime. Finally, I want to mention and stress the importance of using the play-alongs packet as well that I have produced and included in your membership for this Jazz Panel Skills podcast lesson on summertime. You have play-alongs for the, the minor chord improvisation exercises, for the major and minor 2-5-1 exercises that are found in summertime, plus you have uh, play-alongs for summertime using the basic harmonic structure of the tune, and then also a play-along play track for the enhanced chord changes that I have um, presented today as well. So use all of the packets, the illustration packets, the lead sheet packet, and the play-along packet, right? What a trio. They will help you immensely develop as a jazz pianist, and also help you learn summertime. No doubt, we have a ton to cover today. And of course, even with the podcast packets in your hands, the illustrations, the lead sheets, and the play-alongs, you will indeed have some questions. And that is precisely why I am committed to providing all Jazz Piano Skills members immediate, personal, and professional support. If you are listening to this podcast through the Jazz Panel Skills website, which I hope you are, you can use the extremely convenient SpeakPipe widget nestled directly beneath the podcast player to send me a voicemail message. It's that easy. It's that simple. One click, and the two of us are interacting with each other. Send me a voice message with your questions, and I will send you one back with answers. Very cool technology. If you're listening on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Apple, Google, Pandora, Amazon Music, or any of the other popular podcast directories, you can simply use the URL speakpipe.com forward slash jazz piano skills to send me a quick message. If you are a scaredy cat, and are afraid to send me a voice message, then you can post your question in the private Jazz Piano Skills Forum. Let the community help you. To do this, just look direct, directly beneath the SpeakPipe widget, and you'll see the links for easy access 
to the Jazz Piano Skills community. Or, if you are free on Thursday evening, you can attend the Thursday Evening Jazz Piano Skills Masterclass that I host every week. Join me online, 8 p.m. Central Time, using the Zoom link posted on the Jazz Piano Skills website. Join the class and get your questions answered face-to-face. I provide you with so many ways. I provide all Jazz Piano Skills members with so many ways to get help. So definitely take advantage of the opportunities. As you know, my entire goal here is to provide you with the very best jazz piano lessons, the very best jazz piano educational materials, and the very best jazz piano support that is available anywhere today. Okay, so when I begin to study a tune, I break it down into five categories, which I attack one at a time. Here are my categories. Number one, form. Number two, harmonic motion. Number three, melody. Number four, chords and melody. And number five, improvisation. That list again, number one, form. Number two, harmonic motion. Number three, melody. Number four, chords plus melody. And number five, improvisation. So let's start with the form of Summertime. Summertime is a short little composition, 16 measures long. That's it. Now, that 16 measures is split into four sections, each section consisting of four measures each. So we basically have what I would call an A, B, A-C form. And if you are not familiar with this kind of verbiage, then let me just quickly say that in the jazz world, especially the jazz standard world, we communicate form by using letters. The most common forms being A-A-B-A and A-B-A-B. Of course, there are variants to these two primary formats, and summertime is a great example of such a variation. Most standards are 32 measures in length, not 16. Each section of a standard typically consists of eight measures, not four. So basically, the form of summertime is cut in half all the way around. Plus, it has three distinct sections as opposed to only two. We have a a C section and not just an alternating A and B section. So you can see, understanding the form of a piece is the very first thing you should attack. And it's funny. Form is the first thing you should look at and study, and it's rarely, if ever, mentioned or discussed when talking about a tune. In fact, so much so that if I had to bet whether or not a student knows the form of a tune that he or she is playing, I would bet that they do not. I have asked students countless times over my 30-plus years of teaching to tell me the form of a piece that they are playing, only to be met with a blank stare. We're not going to let that happen to us. Summertime. A, B, A, C. 16 measures, 4 sections, 4 measures each. Okay, after form, I study harmonic motion. I want to determine the key of the piece, 
and then map out what I like to call the harmonic DNA of the piece. The one chord going to the sixth chord, going to the two chord, etc. I am playing Summertime in D minor, like John Coltrane did. Gershwin, however, originally wrote Summertime in B minor. And it's commonly played in A minor. <laughs> so, you know, I, the fact is, though, I, I've, I've had it called in G minor, B flat minor, C minor, and jam sessions. So, you know, who knows, right? Today, today is D minor. D minor is our key of choice for today. So grab your lead sheets, the one with the basic changes and the harmonic function notated, plus the one with the two-handed primary voicings and um, that, that I have mapped out for you, as well as the shell voicings. Grab all those lead sheets. Follow along. I want to play Summertime right now, and then we'll talk about it, okay? Just the harmonic function. So here we go. Summertime. Just a couple quick comments. Notice how I was just playing the chord changes. No melody. At this stage of the song learning process, I am focusing on solidifying form and harmonic motion. When I am playing, I am thinking in terms of function. I am not thinking in term, 
terms of chord changes. In other words, I'm thinking one minor, then four minor, then two half diminished, then five dominant, and so on. I would do this over and over and over again until I could do it in my sleep. I want to truly hear summertime, right? I'm going to say that again. I want to truly hear summertime, that harmonic motion. After I have a command on the form and the harmonic movement, then I turn my attention to the melody. So once I pick out the melody by ear, then I begin to play it in time. And let me show you how I do this. So I'm, I'm going to bring the ensemble back in, and I'm going to learn the melody of summertime. So let's check this out, and then we'll talk about it. Okay, here we go. Check it out. you notice? No chords. I played melody only in the right hand while my left hand sat in my lap. Again, I would do this over and over and over again until I can play the melody in my sleep. Here's the simple truth. When listening to a jazz musician play, I can tell right away in his or her soloing 
how well they actually know the melody of a tune. If they know the melody well, it is constantly being referenced. If they do not know the melody well, you have no idea what tune they are playing. And if you have no idea of what tune they are playing while they are soloing, then I I can promise you that it's not a very good solo. All this to say, learn the melody of a tune. Learn the melody. Really, truly learn it. If you do, your playing, and especially your soloing, will get so much better. Okay, once I have a handle on the form, I have a handle on the chord changes, I have a handle on the melody, it's time to bring it all together. So now let me play Summertime using my left-hand shell voicings. It's on your lead sheet there. Two-handed primary voicings, also on a lead sheet, plus the melody. Right, so grab those lead sheets. Follow along as I play Summertime. Chords plus melody. Okay, here we go. Let's check it out. darn nice. Okay, this time, did you notice that I did not try to improvise? I focused on playing summertime. 
the form, chord changes, voicings, and melody. Until I can actually play the tune incorporating those elements, form, chord changes, voicings, and melody, I have no business thinking about improvising. In fact, until I solidify my groove, my tempo, and the chord changes, harmonic motion, that I want to play when playing Summertime, until all that's solidified, I should not be messing around with improvisation. For example, here is an enhanced version of Summertime that I like to play. Still in D minor, but I spice it up a little. So grab the lead sheet with the enhanced chord changes and the lead sheet with the shell voicings and the primary two-handed voicings for the enhanced chord changes and follow along. So now let's check this out. Here we go. Pretty cool. Did you notice right away I was playing more in a kind of a very relaxed and chilled out bossa nova groove? A completely different, completely different from the classic swing groove that I've been playing, that I've been using up until now. See, my whole point is this. There is so much to learning a tune that must come first before you even start working on improvisational ideas. We tend to want to gloss over all of those essential elements of learning a tune 
right, that I just mentioned, that, I, that we just went through, all those elements, the form, harmonic function, the melody, putting it all together. We, wanna, we just kind of want to kind of skim over all of that and rush to get to improvisation. And then, for some reason, we're always shocked and we're disappointed when our improvisation doesn't sound as good as we would like. Wow, imagine that. Take the shortcut to improvisation. You can always count on being disappointed when improvising. So now let's pretend that we have done all our homework, right? We actually truly know summertime. We know the form. We have a great set of chord changes that we've decided upon using uh, under our fingers. We can play the melody backwards and forwards. We have... We have not, we don't have any problems playing summertime. We actually know it. We we can play it in different tempos, different grooves. And so now, finally now, we want to begin working on developing some improvisational ideas. Great. Fantastic. So how should we begin? Easy. Chord tones. Chord tones only. Not chord tones and scale tones. Chord tones only. Just a quick reminder. I think of improvisation in three phases. Phase one, mastery of chord tones. Phase two, mastery of scale tones. Phase three, mastery of non-scale tones. Do not even think about scale tones and non-scale tones before you can actually make music using chord tones. So the next two demonstrations I am going to to play, I am going to take one of the minor sounds from Summertime and one of the 2-5-1 progressions from Summertime and practice improvising using chord tones only. Okay, so let's start with the D minor sound. All right, so we're just going to sit on a D minor and I'm going to use chord tones only and try to make something musical. So here we go. Let's check this out. Chord tones are not boring. If you cannot create using chord tones only, the creation process does not get easier by adding other options. That's 
that is just <laughs> that is just silly thinking. Okay, so now let's do the same thing for the minor two five one progression. So I'm going to play the E minor seven flat five, go into the A seven with the flat nine flat thirteen sound, resolving to the D minor seven, and again. I'm just going to use chord tones only. So this is kind of like a little two-measure exercise that I'm repeating. You got the half-diminished chords on count one and two, the A7 on counts three and four, followed by D minor seven for an entire measure. And I'm just going to repeat that several times, and I'm going to just focus on using chord tones only when improvising. All right, so let's check this out. Here we go. Pretty cool, right? Pretty cool. Chord tones only. What a great way to start. You don't even have to worry about chord scale relationships, right? Just chord tones only and get comfortable with making music and improvising using those chord tones. Again, it doesn't get easier when you add the scale tones and it doesn't get e easier when you add the non-scale tones. So start there. Isolate different sections of a tune and then practice improvising using the chord tones. In your podcast packets, you have exercises for the G minor sound as well, and you also have um, uh, exercises and play-alongs for the major 2-5-1 that's utilized in summertime, the G minor 7, the C dominant, the F major 7. It is amazing to me, a 16-measure song like Summertime, there is really so much to unpack uh, in this beautiful piece that it's all it's all packed into 16 measures and there's so much to, to to talk about that it's simply impossible to do within a one hour podcast episode so i hope though today that i've given you a place to start a way to begin learning uh, george gershwin's summertime it is a song that you absolutely should have in your repertoire and be able to play. It is a staple in the jazz world, in the jazz literature. So I hope you have found this Jazz Piano Skills podcast lesson, Exploring George Gershwin's Summertime, to be insightful. And of course, I hope it has been very beneficial. Don't forget, if you are a Jazz Piano Skills member, 
I will see you online Thursday evening at the Jazz Piano Skills Masterclass, 8 p.m. Central Time, to discuss this podcast episode lesson, Exploring Gershwin's Summertime, in greater detail and to answer any questions that you may have about summertime or about the study of jazz in general. Also, as a Jazz Piano Skills member, be sure to check out the uh, all of the uh, podcast packets for all of the podcast episodes. And of course, check out the Jazz Piano Skills courses as well. All of it will just simply maximize your musical growth. Likewise, make sure you are an active participant uh, in the Jazz Piano Skills forums. Get involved. Make some new jazz piano friends. As always, you can reach me by phone, 972-380-8050, extension 211, by email, Dr. Lawrence, drlawrence at jazzpianoskills.com, or by SpeakPipe, found throughout the Jazz Piano Skills website and in the Jazz Piano Skills courses as well. Well, that's it for now. And until next week, enjoy the journey. Enjoy George Gershwin's summertime. And most of all, have fun as you discover, learn, and play jazz piano.